from CNU 23 in Dallas, this is the Strong Towns Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Chuck Marone back at CNU23 in Dallas, Texas at the Adolphus Hotel. And I have with me the supreme pleasure of speaking with the president and CEO of the Congress for the New Urbanism, Lynn Richards. Lynn, uh, Privet. Is that right? Privet. Privet. Ah, I'm close. Privet. Privet is hello in Russian. Yeah. And Privet. Privet. Um, Chuck, I, I, thank I, you so much I know for zero word. I know, I know two words in Russian. Remember from last year <laughs> what they were? No. Sabaka and Koshka. Those are my dogs. Yeah, Subaka is dog in Russian, and yeah. Koshka? Is, yeah, is, ca- is cat is what oh, I was... Oh, Koshka, yeah, yeah. Koshka, yeah. Yeah. And so what Russians say instead of go sit down is, Gidir Subaka Miesta, which is where's the, where's the place for the dog, and that's the equivalent of saying sit. Oh, seriously? Yeah, Gidir oh. Subaka Miesta. So every now and again I tell my dog that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 what, like, what are you saying? <laughs> I was in Italy once, and I stayed with this family, and they had a dog. And I, I'm a dog person; I love dogs, and I, I go, I, I, I bond with them really well. And I realized that this dog knows no English, so I'm trying to say to this dog, like, "Come here, you know, sit." And, and like, dog had nothing. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, <laughs> welcome back. Uh, we have more to talk about than dogs and Russian. Um, you've got uh, a year under your belt now. It, about nine, about nine months. Nine months. You, you've but we measure things by CNUs, right? I, you I don't. A, you have a CNU. <laughs> you have a CNU year underneath your belt. <laughs> it was um, a very fast nine months. No, I think that's really. Um, I'd like to just know from you. You know, any 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 pleasant surprises? Any anything that that walking in the door you were maybe blissfully unaware of and now you look back after nine months and say oh you know there's an opportunity I didn't have or even the other way <laughs> Where, no, are there challenges that were unexpected that you've you've kind of had to steamroll through a little bit uh, well, well so yes to both but but let's start let's start more with your first question the thing that surprised me the most was how welcoming the members were and uh I had been involved certainly with CNU for a number of years. Uh, I think I went to my first Congress in 2002, and I had attended Congresses pretty much regularly since then. What I was surprised about, what frankly took my breath away on a on a regular basis, was how generous and giving all the members were. I expected that from my board. I expected that somewhat from the founders. I did not at all expect that to how welcoming and how helpful everybody was. Everybody wants to see CNU succeed. Everybody wants to see me in this role, not me, Lynn Richards, but this role succeed. So we all can do more work. And I was, I, I'm continually humbled by the experience of here, Lynn, what about thinking about this? Yeah. I really feel that in, in so many ways, I am a mouthpiece for the, the, for the, the range of the members, um, including non-dues paying members, including people who care deeply about the mission but aren't members. So all the folks who are interested in creating great places, I have just been overwhelmed in, in a real positive sense on how much people have reached out to me and uh, given me ideas, inspiration, um, suggestions. 
suggestions, absolutely. And that, that was something I wasn't anticipating, and it lightened the load. It's just not... It's just not me as a person. It's like we're, we're all doing this. We're all on board with the same goals of moving forward. It's right. really tremendous. This is an organization with a lot of passion, not just yeah. from the top, but, but depth through and through. No, no that, but that's the key piece, which yeah. I didn't fully understand. Yeah. I, I really am in some ways just a mouthpiece because the passion, the ideas, the motivation, where we should go, the, the core energy source of not only the movement, but the organization stems from its members, not from the top down, but very much from the bottom up. Right. And continually, I have been told by uh, partner organizations, we are the thought leaders. And that's absolutely true. It's so easy for me to do my job because I'm constantly inspired and humbled by by the genius of our members. And whenever I get stuck on something, I can pick up the phone and call somebody who's like, will you help me think this through? And they're like, oh my gosh, absolutely. It's, right. it's really f- fantastic. Well, let me ask you the flip side of that then, because part of the thing about having an organization full of really intelligent, passionate, dedicated people who all have a, a very firm idea of the direction you should be going in is that you have thousands of people with a very firm direction that are very intelligent and passionate that think they know what you should be doing uh, or the direction that you should be going in. What, what is it like to kind of sit in the eye of that storm and have really a lot of intellectual heavyweights maybe pushing in different directions on, on you and on the organization? So what, what I have found is that when that struggle happens, it's not as contentious as, as you might think. It's actually more of a spirited debate. And some of those conversations are some of my favorite days where I came into a conversation firmly believing something and I toggled uh, with with somebody else and we both ended up in a much better place. And And it might not have occurred at that conversation. It might have taken a couple of weeks as different people kind of weighed in and and we all end up in in a better place but but the piece that i really want to bring out and it and it has everything to do with CNU's new tagline building places people love is that what i try to do when we're in those situations is continually go down to the the most common denominator can we all agree on this and absolutely and from those areas of agreement you then work out some of the details and it has been surprisingly not as contentious or or the eye of the storm as you indicated. It, 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 I'm not going to say it's been easy. It, it hasn't, but it it hasn't been hard. Yeah, if yeah. that makes any sense. Oh no, totally. And and if everybody agreed with you all the time, frankly, that would be boring. It would be. It would be unbelievably boring. Well, the, the challenge. And this of job this, is not boring. Exactly. No, the challenge <laughs> of this place is is really taking people who have at the heart the, the same kind of passion. Yes. Yes. But 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 sometimes, you know, different ways of going about showing it and and I, I think that someone of your temperament is like the ideal person to to sit in that spot because you don't come into it with a heavy hand, uh, a, a domineering personality, but yet you come into it as someone who is accomplished, will get things done, is very you know, respected. I, I want to know about in this nine months, because you've not been a passive participant. You, you've been a very active, no, you've been a very active person here in, in the role. I want to know if there's things that now nine months under you, you, you've said, okay, this is what we used to do. And we're not going to, we're going to change that. And then also things that maybe you're saying, Hey, I, I we're really going to emphasize this. This is this this is a a focused direction that we're headed in. 
So let me ask, let me answer the second question first yeah. on that. So CNU has had a long history um, of working in a range of different neighborhoods, right? We were in the, the late 90s, we worked on the HOPE 6 uh, design guidelines for the Housing and Urban Development uh, Department. But at the same time, the public narrative about CNU has been about uh, Seaside and Rosemary Beach and traditional neighborhood developments, greenfield developments. That has been our public narrative. That is not necessarily an accurate narrative. We right. have done that, absolutely, and there's a lot of success stories. I was just recently at Seaside, and I walked around, and I heard the story of, think about it, 1981, Andreas, Liz, uh, Daryl, and Robert Davis thought we want to do something different. Completely against... The grain. There yeah. was no charter. There was no resources. There was no nothing. And they drove in a, in a convertible with a dog named Bud um, up and down the eastern seaboard really looking at what makes place. I mean, there's a genius there. They came up with a vernacular in the early 80s that we still use and build off of today. So right. I'm not, so when I say that our public narrative has been about these places, it was a simplified narrative that I didn't feel was entirely accurate. What we have done, CNU members have revitalized corridors, preserved historic buildings, provided green affordable housing. We have done all of that. So part of what my challenge has been in the last nine months is really to daylight and to tell those stories. And we will be telling those stories in this new campaign called Hashtag This is CNU, highlighting all of the great work that our members have done. And we're going to build a very comprehensive database of built projects done solely by CNU members. Let's talk a little bit about that. This is CNU. Hashtag This is CNU. And one of the critiques of the Congress for the New Urbans have been it's a, it's a better suburb. And, you know, we really don't have an answer for the core city or the core neighborhood or the core block. That's been ridiculous to me, but I'm here, right? I'm at the table. I'm part of the conversation, the dialogue here. People who are not part of our conversation look at when you look up new urbanism and Wikipedia, you get Seaside, right? Right. You get the Truman Show. And they're like, well, that, you know, that doesn't look like my neighborhood. That doesn't look like any place I know. What is that gap you're trying to bridge, and, and how how are you going about that? So we're launching a new website next month, or we'll go into beta test next month in this new website, and the very opening title slide on this will be um, about a story about a place, right? The Lancaster Boulevard, which was an eight-block corridor revitalization in downtown Lancaster, California. Um, it, it's not a suburb of L.A. It's about 60 miles northeast. Uh, Stephanois Palazzoidi and Liz Mulded. It. it. The city invested $11 million, and it attracted over $300 million in private investment. It wasn't a suburb. It absolutely revitalized and brought back, brought to life a place for people. It was, it is now the city's main street. So we'll be highlighting projects like that. We'll be highlighting projects that Jonathan Rose recently completed in northern Philadelphia, transforming about two acres immediately adjacent to a transit stop and putting in green affordable housing. 
a little bit of market rate, absolutely, but yeah. also affordable housing with beautiful design right there next to transit. These are the projects that CNU members are working on. In my mind, this is so much now of what CNU is, the heart and the soul. So at the very top of our website, we're going to be featuring these stories, these stories of place, hashtag this is CNU. And you can click on to read more about that story. You can read all of the stories, and it'll be backstopped by a new project database. My hope is that the database soon will be um, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Like self-fulfilling, but oh, yeah. members will yeah. be so excited. We'll take all of the charter award winners and put it in there. Right. We'll put in charter award applications, right? right. Because there's some great, just because it didn't there's get some a good charter, nuggets in the, all ab- those. Absolutely. Yeah. And then as folks finish, I absolutely want to only highlight built projects though. Right. Um, not renderings, not beautiful photoshops, but places that are built where actual people are living and tell that story. And yeah. so I'm hoping, you know, it's like turning the time. Titanic by by featuring those rotating rotating images. I'm hoping that yeah. we'll get up to two or three hundred. That that will begin to change the dialogue. Well, there's so there's so much good work that's been done. It, it's it's, it's insane. And I I mean I've been fortunate the hardest part now. is getting the good pictures. Oh. That's the hardest part. It's not about finding the projects. Right. It's just about getting the good pictures. Well, we have done so much work. And and I, I you know I've been fortunate enough to travel a lot the last few years, different places around the country. And I've been treated to, because every time I come to a place where there's an active CNU cell, you know, they grab me They're and they say, chapters. chapters, I know, that's my <laughs> terminology. But, but even if it's an informal, not a chapter, it's just people there who are active, they say, you, you've got to come see this. And they'll bring me and they'll show me the, the one block that they've worked on that is still a work in progress. It's that incremental next step. It's, you know, it's maybe it's that not authentic, but it's authentic, organic, and it's, and it's beautiful. And the principles they're using are the principles of the charter, and it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I, I I'm really enthused about highlighting some of those. Absolutely. And so you talk about the, the areas in which in which I want to focus. So as I said, one aspect has been uh, seeing you focusing on equity and social justice. And, and I feel that we have addressed it. Um, I, I feel that we need to perhaps daylight and highlight some of those some of that work more carefully that we really have to be a movement about building places for everybody across the range of socioeconomic demographics the and this is a real issue it's not that see it's not that CNU has done, the movement has done anything wrong it it is quite difficult these folks many of our members have their own businesses they're developers designers urban architects they have to you know, run a business. Right, so they right. take the work that comes in. I mean, great, great, great work. So the, so as you are, as we are working on building and revitalizing areas in DC, Boston, New York, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, there comes an issue that it's a great place. The supply of it is limited. Therefore, the demand is higher. Right. Costs go up. So addressing that issue, how can we begin as designers, as people who care deeply about place, create a realm that is more accessible for more people. And that's where I'm really excited, frankly, about Dan Parolik's work on the missing middle housing, right? How can we design for that? A lot of the work that Doug Farr is doing on energy efficiency, C&T, Center for Neighborhood Technology, linking housing and transportation, all of this begins to stitch together how we can lower that bar for market rate, making more housing, more housing choices available for more people. So I'm very excited about uh, about that direction. Now, you have another hashtag that 
is, 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 is being rolled out at this CNU. It's the I am CNU. Hashtag I am CNU. Hashtag I am CNU. So Chuck, ask me who or what is most important to the organization? Who or what is most important to the organization? It's members. Yeah. It's absolute members. And, and we talked about that their passion, their uh, dedication, their energy to the movement. So let's tell the story about our members. Hashtag I am CNU. Let's tell the story about Diru who, who designs and builds places that are sacred. Right, that have that are spiritual. Let's let's tell the story of Eliza Harris, who has dedicated her personal and her professional life for building beautiful places. Yeah. Because if we are nothing, we are a movement about people. So let's tell that story. In addition to highlighting the work of our members, I also want to highlight the work that other placemakers have been doing. People who are walking in lockstep with us in terms of the philosophy of building better places, building places people love, but aren't necessarily CNU members. Let's let's expand the tent and it becomes hashtag I am CNU. Not not where where I'm hoping that I am seeing you becomes analogous to I stand for excellence. I stand right. for building places people love. Whether you're a seeing you member or not, we're all walking in lockstep. And that is exactly how we're going to accelerate the pace of change. That is exactly how we're going to get a greater social movement. We are ready. We're at a tipping point to move seeing you and the placemaking movement into the next realm. And it will be all of us working and leveraging each other's strengths. You, you have, uh, a, a passion and enthusiasm. And I, I think that it, it is that tipping point moment. Um, are, you know, are we going to be about building great places and, and getting out there and doing things? Uh, or is it going to be, I don't want to say an intellectual pursuit, but, you know, we, I, I feel like there's a, there's a point in time right now where we needed to, we, it used to be we needed to convince the, the, the world that we had an answer to a problem they didn't understand. And now the world's starting to understand they have this problem. And they even understand that, like, we have the solution. Uh, how do we get, like, let's go do it. Like, do it at scale everywhere. It, it, absolutely. You have just identified the problem statement um, and and kind of our strategic plan moving forward. The, the last 20, 25 years has been about changing the conversation. We have changed the conversation. It's yeah. no longer a question of should we build differently, but how. We are now focusing solely on implementation moving forward. What are the tools, the approaches? How can we begin to leverage each other's strengths? And that's what I think is so interesting now. You know, coming out of the recession, that the 2008 recession, you're seeing organizations uh, federal agencies, foundations, everyone is looking for more holistic solutions, looking at where is our niche and how can we leverage and maximize other people's resources. Where CNU, I'm hoping, becomes a platform, right, where we engage with a wide number of partners to get more done. And that, that's where I'm hoping we're going to go to accelerate the pace of change. That's kind of my theme in my head. What can I do to accelerate the pace of change? We need to move beyond the conversations. There will absolutely still be a place for those conversations because I said at the beginning, we are the thought leaders. We're constantly defining the next edge. We're constantly trying to figure out how to make it better. Where is that innovation? A lot of that happens at the Congresses. A lot of that happens at the chapter level. We still need to create space to enable those conversations to happen. But at the same token, the organization, again, as a mouthpiece for the movement, will be about implementation, accelerating the pace of change. Let me, let me ask you a, a question that you're not going to want to answer 
the way I'm going to ask it. Um, I'm going to I'm going to play genie for a second, and I can grant you one wish. I'm going to give you two choices. Uh, you have to pick one. Um, you can either have five thousand new members, should be a game changing number of members right across the country, a lot of members, um, or you can have one really transformational idea emerge from within the movement. At this point, wh- which one of those two would you prefer? Well. I feel I already have the first one. Okay. Right? So when you say 5,000, I actually would say quite a bit more. Yeah. So, so defining the members are dues-paying members. Okay, well, let's say, you know, 20,000 new members. Uh, How oh, about a million? A, a whole bunch of How people about a million? out there. A, mil- a million's a million. where you go. A million. So you because want a million people out there doing, working to build these great places. And Oh, wait. I, I think we already have that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, my point is, is that yeah. if we begin to drop that these labels of I'm a CNU member, I'm yeah. a Strong Towns member, yeah. you and I have talked about our yeah, members yeah. are working towards the same thing. Whether or not you're, you're a dues-paying Strong Towns or dues-paying CNU, that almost becomes a back-of-the-house issue for yours and my finances. If it becomes a front-of-the-house, how can we build more great places? Right. All of a sudden, the slow roll guy in Detroit, you know, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan uh, stalls yeah. out of out of Denver working to <clears throat> create walking, Ed Walker out of Roanoke, all of these places are working to build, all of these people are working to build greater places. Okay. I'm and, a- and so we have that. And so now you've given me this other choice about one great idea, but, but can I, uh, can I go with a, with a third? Yeah, if I-, I could have like one genie wish. Okay. Go ahead. I don't know. Now I'm thinking about it, right? Cause I didn't like your choice. Well, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you another genie wish. Um, <laughs> And, and, and I think, uh, okay, here's, here's your two choices. I, I want a, a thousand cities that in the next year build a, a great new urbanist block or neighborhood. There's where we want to go. Or I want one transformational piece of legislation out of Washington, D.C. Which one of those two? I can give you either one. <laughs> but not both. <laughs> Oh, do you, okay. and do you see what I'm getting at? I, I absolutely see what you're getting at. So, because I, because so I, I, I agree with you that changing, changing key rules, changing, beginning to eliminate some barriers that will enable just not a thousand, but a million neighborhood blocks to be revitalized would be incredibly powerful. The issue for me comes down to, is it really about just one policy or is it about 10? Could we change as a, for example, if I could change one policy, what would it be? I think it would be the formula funding on transportation. You know, the federal government essentially sends um, billions of dollars to the states on formula. And if we could change that, change that formula where transportation funds have to be spent in a way that meets multiple community outcomes, changing that versus a thousand transformational projects. Yeah, okay, I'll go with the one great piece. Okay. But that's a, that's a wish genie, it, man. That, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> it, it, here's, here's the interesting thing to me. It, it, it has seemed like there are a lot of people working in the, the D.C. policy space, mm-hmm. pushing on a, a lot of different walls and pulling on a lot of different strings. The, the strength of this organization... I used to be down there. I know you did. I, <laughs> I know. And this is why I'm kind of pushing on this question and trying to, you know, pull this... The, the, there's a... There's a the, to me, the strength of this organization, and I've interviewed 12 people over the last day and a half that are out there doing, like, great things every day. I know. And So I, we've got those million people. We do. We have them. So to me, the question is, do you, do you bring about change by having 
like the broad people just want it and then the, the systems that bring it about change in response to that? Or do you change the system and then hope that that, that makes everything easier for everybody else? That's a great question, and I would answer both, that you have to play an inside-outside game. Okay. And, and, and when I worked in Washington, that's when I was most effective. So you have to work within the system to align the different coalitions and the allies, allies to move a particular policy change forward. But you can't, I found I wasn't able to effectively do that without mobilizing an outside game. And so whether that's other federal agencies, whether that's groups like CNU and the, and the wide range of, of uh, other non-governmental organizations, or whether it's just citizen activists. I absolutely think you need both. And it's not just advocating for one particular change. It's advocating for changing the system. The yeah. reason why we have the development patterns that we do is because it's legal and easy. It's built up, and we all know this, it's built up out of 60, 80 years of federal subsidy, federal rules, state rules, local rules, right? And everyone goes down to, ah, uh, why are you trying to change this? Right. Well, let's change the entire system. And I think we need to be strategic. I think we need to be sur surgical on it. And I think that we need to be smarter uh, about our partnerships, leveraging a wide range of partners, some traditional, some non-traditional. And I think we need to strengthen our ground game and really work at the state level. I was incredibly successful changing policy at state levels. And we have 50 states, one federal government, 50 states. And I was working to change stormwater rules. And I honestly felt I could have almost changed the rules in 50 states in three years, which is the same amount of time I was working on a federal rule. Yeah, yeah. So so because at the state level, you can modify policy that fits the constraints of very specific realities and the constraints of that state. And that's what you're not able to do at the federal level. There's some things coming out in the next few months that I want to make sure people are aware of. You've got a new website. Uh, it's going to be the same, cnu.org. Cnu.org. But it's going to be a, a, a new website with kind of a new focus and intensity. Can you, you talk about that just a little bit? Yeah, so so you, as a communicator, you must know you go to the audience. So who's the audience for our website? It's going to be like-minded organizations because, as I said, I feel we've got those million people working working or walking with us, right? So right. the the audience for the website are like-minded organizations. So if I'm AARP, if I'm the guy that's advocating to make sure that Walmart doesn't get built, if I'm the, the woman who wants to make sure we're revitalizing our Main Street, I land on CNU.org, what do I need to know? And how is it going to help me? And that was that was in our mind in terms of designing the website. We want to, as I said, accelerate and connect member-led efforts. So the wide range of work that our members are doing, we want it to live on our website primarily to help these like-minded organizations. Seeing you members know who's doing what and how to get that. The website isn't necessarily a focus for them, but it absolutely is a focus for these million people to, to move forward. Um, and I think that that's our value value proposition that that we are <clears throat> we are helping to catalyze and mobilize an army of people across the rural to, to downtown Manhattan transect to say, all right, we want better places. We want places where people and businesses can thrive and prosper, whether it's a small town Main Street or, you know, a, a neighborhood in Brooklyn. How can we do that and what are the resources available? And that's where I think the web, that's where the website is going. There's going to be a new kind of flagship publication, maybe if that's what I want to call it. Is that too much? Am I no, putting too much? No, I'm no. So, that, that's me being so excited about it. Oh, yeah, it. no. And, and, and you're, you're kind of bringing some stuff together and then have the, it's going to have this focus. 
Talk about that. So Rob Studeville has been a, a gem, just an absolute treasure for the new urbanist movement for the last 20 years. And uh, CNU has recently hired him. Uh, we have merged the his his organization, Better Cities and Towns, into CNU. So we're closing down Better Cities and Towns. And what is going to come out of that is a new collaboration between CNU, um, Rob Studeville, and our members and our partners. So it becomes a more multidimensional multimedia. It's still Rob at his best now that he's no longer worried about putting out a publication for like Better Cities and Towns and has the broader support of an organization. It's freeing Rob up to be his best. Sure. I'm so excited about this. Yeah. So so that's uh I'm not sure exactly when all of that is happening. Um at the moment we're stumped on a name. So if anybody has a has a an idea for what a good name for that would be, as an interim we're calling it CNU Journal. But Okay. I like that. I mean it's not it's it needs to be sexy. It's better than strong towns, right? That's a, <laughs> um, Lynn Richards, thank you so much. Uh, I've enjoyed not only this conversation, but but I, I'll just you and I have talked on the phone a number of times, and I so appreciate that opportunity. So thank you. Well, thank you, Chuck. I, I thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to talk to you, and I hope that all of our conversations continue. Well, anytime. And seriously, if you have, a, if there's a point in time in the future where you say, "Hey, I've got something really important." And I I, I, I want to share it. I, I'm, just call me and we'll we'll do this again and we'll that talk about it. That would be fantastic. Yeah, just do it. Okay. Because we are, I mean, we're here promoting this organization right now for three days in a row. I, I'm going to record 25 podcasts before we're done. And I just want, pe- <laughs> I want people to see the, the brilliant people that are here doing amazing work. Those, those I am seeing you. I am seeing you, right? Hashtag I am seeing you. So I'm exactly Chuck Marone, Strong Towns. Hashtag I, I am seeing you. All right. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you. Take care. Have fun. Enjoy the rest of your CNU. That's what I've been telling everybody. Absolutely. They know that America's one big pothole right now. Bill, 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 Bill. That's a story. Chuck Marone, this has been fascinating. Who made the city? I like you. I like your vision of the of the world. The United Nations Earth Summit, Agenda 21. Yeah.